0: You've tuned in into the free range human show of choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. We're live in the Mack Hike of Flowwood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios out here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza in Flora, Mississippi. You may be asking yourself, Clay, why are you feeling like a natural woman today? Why are you playing Aretha Franklin? Well, Because I was told last night that apparently this song is anti trends So I thought we would play it on the show this morning. Yep, let's go. Let's just jump straight in. This is the all new and expanded Clay Edwards Show. We'll be here for three hours today. We'll be here for three hours tomorrow. And then we'll be here for at least two hours the rest of the week. Thank you for tuning in this morning. Let's go to the Gateway Pundit. I mean, some things you just have to read out loud. Because they're so unbelievable but uh this is on the gateway pundit says um aretha aretha franklin's natural woman deemed offensive by the trans community yep the radical trans community continues its assault on women this weekend trans activists say aretha franklin's you make me feel like a natural woman is very offensive to trans women Natural Woman, the 1967 single, was released by American soul singer Aretha Franklin on the Atlantic label. The words were written by Jerry Goffin from an idea by Atlantic producer Jerry Wexler, and the music was composed by Carole King. It says uh, a <clears throat> Sky News Australia reported, Standing for Women founder Kelly J. Keene says it's really hard to ignore the misogyny or the of the misogyny of the trans movement as Aretha Franklin's song natural woman was recently slammed as offensive by trans women being a mom that is also being attacked. We're now called birthing persons or pregnant persons. Miss Keen told sky news, Australia, you know, your boy did an interview with sky news back over the summer. Yep. I did. There's a uh, quote. I don't think many women really know how much we're hated. I hate to say it, I don't have a victim mentality, but it's really hard to ignore the misogyny of this particular movement. It means a man who says he's frightened to go into a, in a man's toilet. His words are more credible than a woman who says she doesn't want that man in her space. So, I figured we'd start with some fireworks this morning. Get this thing off to a, kick it off with a bang. Y'all know how I feel about that. These people are mentally ill. I will forever stand by that. I don't care what it costs me. As the father of a daughter, um, a heterosexual male, <laughs> you know, all these things, a mother, sister, girlfriends, wives, whatever. We can't we, we can't continue to allow this misogynistic anti-woman movement being taken over by some mentally ill men that want to play dress up in cosplay. And then to continue to tear down everything that is natural about a woman. I'm tired of it. Y'all want to call in this morning? Phone line 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line 769-241-1944. <clears throat> uh, question of the day. I got a couple of them today. We just got some questions of the day. One, I was listening to a little podcast on the way in here. And while we stick with uh, liberalism being a mental disorder, let's ask this. Uh, right now, we've sent about $100 billion to Ukraine, and no telling how much more will go. I want to ask right now. Especially our our Democrat listeners out there, should should we? Would you rather have seen that money go to Ukraine because you got to stand strong for Ukraine against Pooty Poo, or should that money had gone to reparations to pay Black folks? Which one? I want to back the liberals into a corner here. I'm gonna need a good answer because either either you got to make up for slavery, or you got to not fight pooty-poo, which one is more important to you? Because if you figure uh, black folks, African-Americans, make it about 14% of the population in America, $100 billion we've already sent to Ukraine, that would give each one about $2,000, kind of like the COVID money. So each one would get $2,000. I know it ain't the million dollars everybody wants, but that's a nice down payment. That's a PS5, that's a big screen TV. hell, you can get a 75-inch TV for about 800 bucks at Walmart now. That's what I got hanging on my wall. So you can get a new PS5. You can get down payment on a nice little buy-here, pay-here car. Whatever you want to do with two grand. Crab legs, crawfish. That's what I would do, crawfish. Anyway, what should we do? Should, Should we give reparations? Or should we continue to fund Ukraine? I know what my conservative friends will say. But this is for... Thomas and John, anybody else that wants to call in, it usually takes the that takes the left side of the aisle. What should we do? And the answer can't be both. You can't continue to dance in a circle and say both. So uh, let's see here, man. Guns and gear text line this morning. 769-241-1944. Would love to hear from y'all. Good morning out there to everybody listening in radio land. Let's see here, man. Just a couple quick things from the weekend. Went out to well, Saturday night, Saturday night, the back porch, 471, crawfish. It was my dad's birthday. Great time out there. Great seeing everybody. Got to run into a couple of my buddies uh, with the Capitol Police, some of the uh, some of the jump out boys. Well, I call them all jump out boys. I know they're not. But uh, I ran into one of my buddies with the Capitol Police. Ran into mother buddy, John John, with the uh, interdiction team out there in uh, Rankin County, doing good work. Getting the dope off the streets, off the highways, interstates, should I say. Good to see everybody. Uh, my dad's birthday is actually, I think, this Wednesday, the 24th, whatever day that is. Tomorrow. Dep- tomorrow. <laughs> of course, on the guns and gear text, i we get neither. <laughs> neither. Give them neither. I agree. I agree. But, you know, if I had to support one, uh, I would probably support uh, reparations because I, st- I ain't stood up a single... I hadn't lifted a feather off my seat. You couldn't fit a feather between my seat and the bottom of my butt from for me standing for Ukraine. I hadn't even got up that much for, for Ukraine. That whole thing is, a, is fake, in my opinion. They keep showing all these propaganda videos of these, like, hot chicks fighting, said so they're in the battlefield, ain't got a speck of dirt on them. Come on, man. Come on, man. Lies. Let's take a call here on the... Uh, ClayEdwardsShow dot com hotline. Hey, you on there?
1: Hey, man, appreciate it. Um, I'm driving. I couldn't text you. It's Ricardo. Uh, look, they're both an open in the checkbook. Neither one's going to end. We've already spent probably four trillion dollars on reparations. If you look at the Great Society, from Head Start to free college to everything else in the world, and 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 basically you walk in and you're applying for a job. You are you know, look at college. You know everybody's discriminating against. It's not on. It's not on grades. It's on if you fit a certain quota. And the same thing with Ukraine. You, instead of asking Democrats, why don't you ask Roger Wicker and Michael Guest? What? And Michael Guest supposedly has an accounting degree. Can we get an accounting? I'm fixing to do my taxes, and I can tell you to the penny where everything went because I have to have money to go out. It's a real simple process. So everybody that's a Michael guest and Mississippi values, and he sits on the front pew with me, oh, my God. Ask him how much we have coming in and how much we have going out. We are at a 28% deficit spending, and we keep doing this. And Ukraine, which he votes for, wears his little lapel pin, and this, it says we have to do it. Give me one good reason why. That's, they've had wars going on for 270 years over there, 270, and they're Russian-speaking people, okay? So I, I just don't get
0: it. I don't either. Nobody has yet to tell me why we have – I mean, I don't know. Did you hear Kamala Harris try to explain it one day? She said, well, uh, Ukraine is a small country, and Russia is a big country, and the big country is invading the small country, and that's just wrong.
1: Well, the simple fact is, okay, Roger Wicker is on the, uh, oh gosh, which is at the Defense Committee or whatever. There ain't a person that works for him that is not wanting to be a lobbyist for Raytheon or somebody else and get the million-dollar paycheck. We have depleted every weapon that we have from leaving it in Afghanistan, billions upon billions of dollars that we left. So now we have to replace those. Every time we give them something, that's a new order for whatever defense contractor. And we have a crazy senator who's wanting to nuke Russia because, well, guess what? I guess we'd have to build more nuclear weapons if we were still around. And this is a guy who last year went to Davos. Roger Wicker did, whether you know it or not. He went to Davos to figure out how to suppress people. but. Our Mississippi values guy and him just keep spending money that we don't have and now we are got we are well we gotta raise our debt limit. Well you know my credit cards I got a five thousand dollar limit on my credit card. When I hit it, I don't call them up and say I need twenty thousand because I gotta keep spending. They say, No, you need to pay this down. That's what we need in Congress. Now, if our guy has an accounting degree like everybody says he does, I want accounting. Somebody needs to put a budget for it. But we won't. We're going to hear about Social Security, Medicare, the military, the police. No. The essentials will be paid for. We need to prioritize our spending. You lost your job today, what would be the first thing you did? Go find another one. You'd look one. at what you had in the bank and what you had to have. It would be food, shelter, and clothing. It wouldn't be Netflix, and that's what Ukraine is, is Netflix. It wouldn't be anything else that we're giving money. By the way, we gave 580 million, excuse me, yeah, million dollars to non-government organizations, Catholic charities, by the way, to funnel illegals up to the United States. 580 million dollars is in that in that omnibus bill that Roger Wicker and Michael Guest voted for.
0: Because so, uh, what was what, what was me? guest excuse? He said he he didn't want to be seen not voting for um not voting for funding military. So so he, he was okay uh, funding well, that's Planned what he Parenthood. Said
1: about abortion. That was it was he Planned said, Parenthood. Gotta, yeah, uh, he said that. Oh, I have to fund the military. I'm against abortion. Well, dude, don't tell him to take it out and have a military bu- uh, bill in. He he's look, the dude is is weak as vanilla, Manel toast, Melba toast. He's horrible. Name one thing you've ever seen the guy do other than stand on the corner and Brandon waving a, waving a sign with his wife and say he's Mississippi values.
0: Hey, you know, here's my question. As I've been listening to you, and you're, man, you're hitting a home run, the text line's blowing up, everybody's saying you're doing a great job. But, look, here's my thing. What the hell are Mississippi values at this point? Because I feel like if, they're, if what they're representing is Mississippi values, then, then I clearly don't have Mississippi values.
1: I, I, I want Okay, number one, I'm loyal to my, to my family and my people, and I live within my budget. I don't take crap from people. We, in Mississippi, a lot of people grew up poor. We didn't know we were poor because we grew up and did what we we went, and my parents bought what they could pay for, and that's not what we're doing. And Michael Guest, and I, look, Michael Guest, you know, uh, anyway, look up under OpenSecrets.org. You'll see what he's worth, okay? And basically, I know he's a prosecutor. It's probably family money. That guy ain't got to worry about Jack, okay? and uh, But we do. So when they're talking about raising taxes and taxes, well, guess what? My property taxes are going to go up again because I got it. It's for the children. It's for the children. The children can't spell graduate in the school district I'm in. They literally cannot spell it. But we put new buildings up, whether it's in Rankin County and the employment services for that family that runs the Rankin County School District. Everybody's related to somebody. And, and I'm sorry. I just It blows me up because I'm looking at what extra what I'm about to have to pay. But, yeah, our, our people need to have an accounting. I would say neither, but you got Lindsey Graham and everybody else. that somehow all these people that are getting paid are funneling it back to them. Look at Joe Biden. But it's not just the Democrats. That's what we've got to get over. It is our guys that stand up and say Mississippi values that are doing this, and they're, they're hosing us.
0: Amen, brother. I hey, wish I, I wish I had some kind of sound effect that sounded like a flamethrower. No, I'd hit no. it for you right now. Great call. I
1: was, I'm was i sorry, I went rant. I should have pulled over and text, so I wouldn't go so long. No, sorry, no. Man. Great Thank call, you.
0: brother. Have a blessed one.
1: Bye. Yep.
0: That's what I'm talking about, man. Bring the heat on a Monday morning. Bring it in. You're doing my show prep for me. I love it. Hey, look, I'm got to take a break here. We ran o- ran over a little bit there. We're live in the Mac Hiker Fluid Studios we got a huge show for you today, three full hours. First two hours is going to be just that, what you just heard right there, plus the third hour. Allison Noe is going to be in here. We're going to be doing the uh, Whole Health Story Hour. Whole Story Health Hour, I'm sorry. Whole Story Health Hour. It's something her and Mike Madison we're doing. We're going to kind of take it, evolve it a little bit, and have Allison on here every Monday from 9 to 10. It should be really good. It should be really, really good. This is going to be fun today. Looking forward to it. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edward Show, live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. Hey, real quick. Speaking of Mac Hike of Flowood, one of my good friends and a caller of this show, uh, the best boiled peanut cook in the state, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, Reddy Teddy McRaney is over there selling cars now. Uh, I, I've got, I've, I've grew up with Teddy. I've worked with him a couple times in the car business. He took a little time off from it, like I did, uh, to go do some other things, and he's gotten back in it. Had a big weekend over there. I think it was his first weekend back. Sold two or three cars. Get over there, see my buddy Teddy. He's one of us. He's good people. Uh, big sports guy. If you want to go shoot the breeze with somebody who knows a little bit of everything about sports, go hang out with Teddy. He's a good one. I'm telling you, good folks over there excited to see Teddy back in the car business. That's Ready Teddy blah, blah, blah. Ready Teddy McRaney, right over there at Mac Hike of Flowood, located on Lakeland Drive at Airport Road. Just good salt of the earth people. I mean that, real talk. Of course, I mean everything I say. I shouldn't even have to. I shouldn't even have to clarify that. Oh, uh, look, hey, great call there. If you missed that call, I'm going to clip it out. It's going to be the call of the day. On the podcast, it may be the best call the show's ever gotten. Uh, one of them, anyway. It's it's up there. We've, we've been blessed to have a bunch of really good calls. So let's hit the uh, let's check out the guns and gear text line, shall we? I think that is a uh, a good place to start this segment. Uh, Unknown texter says you won't hear that take on um, on super take. They aren't allowed non GOP establishment talk or news. They censor the news twenty four seven. Yeah, I mean that's that's the that's the Mississippi Values Network over there. <laughs> Let's see here, unknown texter. How about we make our own money and quit looking for handouts? Amen, brother. That's what I do. I mean, look, I've been blessed. I, like, again, there's some people who have helped me out tremendously that I don't know if I'll ever be able to pay them back financially. Uh, <clears throat> it is what it is, but I ain't going. I ain't taking no government money. I just ain't doing it. I got too much pride to do it. I, I You know what I mean? The guy called in a second ago and said, you lose, he said, you lose your job today. What's the first thing you do? doing? I said, go look for another job. <laughs> he said, balance your budget. You know, you're going to start cl- clipping things out. And obviously that too, he said, you're going to look at your bank account. But the first thing I thought about was, I'm going to have to go find another job. I'm not going to be able to sit around and wonder I'm had to get off my butt and go find another job. I mean, that's how I ended up in the car business to begin with is I sat I sat around after I got out of the nightclub business or the nightclub business got out of me. I wasn't ready for it to happen. <clears throat> I sat around about six months thinking, I'm a pretty valuable asset. and you know, I did this for 15 years. Somebody's going to want me to come run their establishment for them. And for my friends, that, that did not happen. I, I, I was not the high-value target that I thought I was. I had to be humbled. And I've told this story on here. I, I sat around long enough that I had to go to a food bank and get some food because I was so broke. And I think it was the next day. That was around. That was right after Christmas of 2010. By January 3rd, 2011, I was selling cars out there at Great Andrews Ford, or at least I was on the payroll anyway. <clears throat> and uh, that was that. 11, 12 years ago now, 12 years. And I, you know, I haven't been without a job since, you know, one way or another. So. You know, just got to work. Got to work. You're going to be, if you're broke today, you're going to be broke tomorrow no matter what you do today. But at least you could be working towards a paycheck Friday. Got to start somewhere. I remember that first paycheck I got after being out of work about six months, give or take, four months, somewhere in there. Then we closed the club in August of 2010. It was January of 2011 when I got off my butt and went and got a job. I quit waiting on a nightclub to fall out of the sky for me to run. I remember it took two weeks to get my first check. I mean, when I tell you we were living on ham sandwiches and bologna sandwiches and things I don't even, never want to eat again, we were. I, I tell you what, I made a good ham sandwich. Hell of a ham sandwich. Uh, but I took my dad to Rochelle's and uh, bought him a steak for being in the thick of it with me. He had been eating ham sandwiches with me. Let me live on his couch. And my mom lived there too, but me and my dad went out to eat. I was living on my parents' couch. And that was the best steak I'd ever had in my life. I don't care how good of a steak I ever have from here on out, that that steak just meant more after being broke and I was standing in a, in a damn food pantry line. Let's see here. Guns and gear text line says, Clay, this is Hev from the Rez. Finally got the text line on my phone. Three hours, I'll be there. Thank you, brother. Let's see here. Uh, Back to our question of the day about um, would you rather see the $100 billion plus, however much more, go to Ukraine or to reparations for slavery? Says affirmative action was reparations. Yeah, we had a big conversation on the show Friday about affirmative actions. Let's see here. Roger says, the amount of weapons and ammunition have depleted 40% faster than expected. This was announced right after the Merchant of Death was traded for. Weapons and ammunition given to Ukraine. He is correct. All con- congressmen from Mississippi continue to vote for Ukraine help. I, I mean, can somebody realistically explain to me why, why we're supposed to care about Ukraine? At, at the end of the day, they're not a NATO country. I know they want to be. Now Russia said, "You keep messing around, and you're gonna find out." They kept messing around. They found out. What? Well, you know. Then the, remember at the beginning of the war, if that's even—it's a loose, loose use of the word "war." But remember at the beginning of it, they were making up all this propaganda stuff. I mean, it really was propaganda. I mean, like real talk. Like we got to see it. They ran out of COVID stuff to talk about, so they hitched all their wagons, hitched all their wagons to that horse, and they had the ghost of Kiev. Remember that the ghost of Kiev, the 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 rogue fighter pilot that was flying around shooting down Russian fighter jets in an old F thirteen or fourteen. I don't even know the the, the jets anymore. Yeah, the, let's just say it was um nineteen eighty five Top Gun versus. 2022 Top Gun. Anyway, just lies. There were no Ghost of Kiev. It was a video game. Is what it ended up being. A video game. But I mean they boy they were just like, yeah, the Ghost of Kiev is shooting down all the Russians. <laughs> all the uh all the Reddit warriors from the Reddit message board. If you ain't on Reddit, don't get on there, but they uh they decided they were all going to go fight for um Fight. They were going to go stand for Ukraine on the front lines and fight Russia. Well, you know, now Russia can kill you. <laughs> You're an international terrorist now. And the, boy, they got over there and they were trying to TikTok videos and all this stuff with them on the front lines. They got blowed up. They're like, don't come here. This was a mistake. We got lied to. Let's take a call here. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, morning, Clark. Hey, brother. What's up?
2: Hey, what's going on? Hey, tell me um, that poster that. That, that texture from the guns and gear that said uh, we got reparations in the form of affirmative action. First of all, affirmative action doesn't do anything but allow blacks to discriminate against other blacks. So I, I just want for your FYI, whoever that texture was, because I've suffered on their affirmative action. And Clay, I've shared that story with you. Yes. Yeah, and I'm still suffering from it. You know, so don't be so quick to jump on that, that self-righteous bandwagon. By saying that reparations—I mean that affirmative action was reparations—I'm not even for reparations. But again, only to the people of Tulsa and Rosewood and places like that where the government was clear of, was, was in, in implicit—I mean explicitly—you yep. know—implicit with what happened. You know what I mean? But as far as overall the whole concept, no, I'm against it. But don't make loaded statements that um, affirmative action is it because affirmative action didn't do anything but allow some companies that were given government contracts, you know, um, discriminatory practices. But for now, what it does is allow blacks to discriminate against other blacks, especially if you're not on the liberal program. Well,
0: you know, now California is trying to do away with affirmative action, or they may have even voted to do away with it so they could be racist towards, towards Asians and keep them out of schools.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, I see, now, Clay... I've shared with you in my in the IT field. I've had to take um, technology tests up against some of the best and brightest Asians and East Indians and Africans, and I'm feeding them all. That's I'm awesome. a black man in the South, deep South.
0: Wow! So I, the I'm, on, I'm on Team there? Derek.
2: Yeah. So where, where's the cultural bias and the systemic racism there? You know what I mean? Yep. So, but anyway, Clay, what I really called about, man, when we were talking about um, Ukraine. You and I, we've been the holdouts on that Ukraine thing. And I had one of my defensive driving students who was from Ukraine, and she was describing it. But what I wanted to say, they did that ghost of Kiev thing, which was a lie. That was an Su thirty seven he was flying. Thank you. A uh, uh, Sukhoi. Um, that was done with a um, computer CGI. Mm-hmm. Then that remember that Ukrainian model dressed up in the um, freaking military uniform? Oh, she's fighting on the front line.
0: Without a speck of dirt on her.
2: Yeah, and have makeup on. Yeah, but let me
0: do my makeup first.
2: <laughs> yeah. Look, man, those Ukrainian. See, you notice the news hasn't been reported you know, on the front lines anymore because those Ukrainian soldiers want uh, Zelensky's head on a silver platter.
0: Because there ain't no front line. I'm convinced this whole thing is a cosplay.
2: And it it, it, it was that, and it, it, it was it, it is all battalion is the one that started it. Because, you know... They were... We've they got were commitment a... Oh, wait, I'm sorry.
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say, you know, I, I was thinking about this over the weekend. We've got... You go back and think about some of the great war journalists the from the front lines of World War two especially the vietnam war uh the 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 desert the wars in the in the middle east all that where is all that where is that footage now with all this technology that we have with everybody's got a cell phone in their pocket with a four k camera where are the frontline journalists showing me images of war now i ain't seen none of them I just fail to believe that this is even happening at this point
2: it, it's it's more it's more of a um a re- rebellious type of skirmish, type of fighting, because um, when you look at how the whole thing started, um, the Azal Battalion, which is a certified, qualified, certified, stamped on both sides, neo-Nazi organization, yep, was attacking pro-Russian citizens in in the Donbas region, as well as uh, was it Crimea? Yes, and they got tired of it, and Russia came to their aid. That's what really happened. And what people like Zelensky, oh, I'm Jewish. Zelensky knew what he was doing because there's a documentary out now that he started to make secret deals with Israel to make um, Kiev the new Jerusalem. But, again, I digress. He made a comment, oh, I'm Jewish, but you were one of the people that were instrumental in making a neo-Nazi group a part of your military. That's why the United States Congress pass unanimously to not provide you funding. But yeah, you want, y'all want you got mad at President Trump because he cut off funding to Ukraine. That's why.
0: Yep. Derek, great call, brother. I got to uh, take a break. We ran over about five minutes there, but I was not about to cut you off. Great call. Have, yeah, a, Have a great day. You too. Uh, Derek, bringing the heat this morning. Man, the call line is on fire. Y'all are bringing good stuff. You're doing my show prep for me. That's what I'm talking about. Look, let's take a break real quick. Come back. I want to hit on a little local stuff. And then I want to talk about Antifa. Them burned down Atlanta. You wouldn't know it if you watched the news. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Breaking rules. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mack Hike Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Flowwood Studios. Again, go see my buddy, Reddy, Teddy McRaney. He's back in the car business, y'all. And he's right out there on Lakeland Drive at Mack Hike of Flowwood. But a uh, lot of good folks out there, man. A lot of good folks. All right, this segment going to be brought to you by Keith's Lock and Key, family-owned and operated, serving central Mississippi for nearly, uh, well, since Ronald Reagan was president. Gosh, man, it's hard to believe that's almost 40 years, 39 years now. God, we're getting old. With a, uh, look, they got a combined experience of nearly 50 years. Keith's Lock and Key is here for all of your commercial and residential locksmithing needs. They don't do cars. They just do homes and businesses and safes and whatnot. So if you have a need for a locksmith, give them a call. Lock their number in your phone. Most people don't plan on needing a locksmith. Let's be honest, right? You lose your keys, something comes up, whatever the case may be. Uh, You can't get in your safe. Most people just don't plan on needing a locksmith. Lock this number in your phone so it's easy to find. Just put in keys, lock and key, or put locksmith in there. Whatever you need to do, it. it don't matter. Call them anything you want. As long as you don't call them, collect (laughs) 601-278-1459, 601-278-1459. And that is for statewide lock and key service. They'll come to you. Just got to call them, get on the books, get on the schedule, and they'll make it happen. My buddy Brad uh, inherited the business from his father when he passed away. I I went to school with Brad going all the way back to ninth grade. These are good folks. And uh, they're worth breaking bread with. All right. So welcome back into the show. You know, over the weekend, Atlanta was under attack by a white terrorist organization. That's right. White terrorists were attacking Atlanta. One of the black Hollywood, one of the most successful black cities in America was under all out attack by a white terrorist organization. You may be thinking, well, Clay, was it some sort of white supremacist? Was it some sort of Republican militia? Well, the answer would be no. No, it wasn't. It was uh, white liberals, the most racist people on this planet. Antifa, a bunch of Antifa-tards. You know, I hate stupid little names like Antifa Tard, but let's just be honest. If you were ever going to do one for an organization, that's the one. These are the most. uh, I don't even know if I can say any of this on the radio, but it's the same. You know, they're the same people that get out there and they fight for people's rights to kill babies. You ever seen like the women at these anti or these pro abortion marches? nobody wants to knock them up. They ain't, they ain't getting pregnant. Well, Antifa is the same thing as that. It is a bunch of the ugliest, most undesirable human beings on this planet. Half of them want to cut their wee-wees off and become most, a lot of them are transitioning. There was a study done recently and they found out during the during the riots during the BLM mostly peaceful protests of 2020 that most of the most violent acts were committed by white males who were transitioning to females. Very angry, very angry group of anger addicts, rageaholics. Anyway, so Atlanta. Was under attack over the weekend. I got the story here on Gateway Pundit, and what's great is you know Eric and Eric Erickson, I believe, did a whole story about this. And shout out to Kingfish for sending me this. Did a whole story about this. I want to say Friday, Friday morning, and said it was going to happen. They knew it was going to happen, and it still happened. And they were told, basically, Atlanta PD were told to stand down. Because they're scared of Antifa tards. But here's a story on Gateway Pundit. It says the uh, developing revenge riots erupt in Atlanta. Antifa militants destroy businesses, white cop car on fire after a fellow comrade killed by police. Let's see here. It says says, uh, riots erupted in Atlanta on Saturday evening over the killing of a far-left gunman in Antifa's an, an, anton, a, bl- 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 autonomous zone. They killed a cop, by the way. He got shot because they killed a cop. He effed around. He found out. Just like a guy in Clinton yesterday. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit. It says, recall, a Georgia State trooper was shot and killed. I'm sorry. Recall, a Georgia State trooper shot and killed a far-left protester, possibly Antifa Wednesday, during a confrontation near the Cop City Atlanta Police Department training facility. 26-year-old Manuel Esteban Hi, whatever was killed by police in a shootout so his fellow comrades are out destroying businesses and protests so i mean there's more to the story i'm not going to bore y'all to death reading it all <clears throat> you can go find the story on anywhere online just google antifa burned down atlanta or something like that of course i wish i had. i wish i could find the video i was watching a little salty crackers stream last night but it, I, it was probably cnn we all know it was cnn Hell, it's probably CNN reporters dressed up as Antifa doing it. But sure enough, there's a cop car on fire and the reporter can't help themselves. And they call it a mostly peaceful demonstration. Bro, there's a cop car on fire. I've been to a lot of parties in my life. I've been to a lot of crazy, crazy events in my life where I committed felonies, well, most likely probably committed felonies. And I've never even seen a cop car on fire. like, Or or, or a car, period, on fire. I've never seen a car on fire unless it was a wreck or something. Or a car caught on fire on the side of the interstate. I've never been in an event that didn't involve a car being on fire and a car was on fire. Does that make sense? But more to my story is if a car, if a cop car is on fire at a protest, that is not a mostly peaceful event. That is an all out riot. That's a riot. That is a terrorist attack against our boys in blue. You know, we backed the blue here on the Clay Edwards show. Even if I do 100% wholeheartedly disagree with their war on Kratom. And we're going to get to that in the second hour. So what do y'all think, man? Again, lefties, what do you think about this white terrorist organization attacking Atlanta? What, Where are all the Atlanteans at? I mean, Atlanta's got one of the highest murder rates in the country. Why didn't y'all get out and start shooting these folks? Make it make sense. Let's take a call here on the com hotline. Hey, brother, you on there?
3: Hey, brother. Hey, you remember back in 2020 when they had the Black Lives Matter and they were and they kicked in the door to CNN and tried to set it on fire? And the mayor and a few other people from CNN were crying and talking about, be nice to us. You remember that? Yes. That wasn't peaceful then, was it?
0: No, that's what I was saying, man. You know, it's a bunch of anger addicts running around, burning down the whole place. And we're supposed to just be OK because, well, I tell you what, how about this one? Remember when we we all went down to the Capitol and we marched to try to get them to reopen Mississippi? And we were called racist Nazis because we just, you know, wanted to go to work. But then when the BLM protest came through Jackson, the same people that called us racist Nazis said, this is OK, COVID we we deemed this a COVID free zone today. They can do whatever they want because it's for racial equality.
3: Yeah, and that happened all over the country. Nobody did a damn thing about
0: it. All the all those clowns at UMMC and their white coats went out and kneeled on the grassy knoll. Yep, they did. But you know,
3: quite that happened all over the country. And I hate to say it, man. Trump didn't even do nothing about
0: it. And I hate to say it, he should have. He's, he should I, have locked them up. Yep, should have done. Should have should have but you he, know done the insurrection yeah, act thing. And when Fauci was put up in front of the Senate, they asked him if that helped to get the viruses. He wouldn't even answer it. Now he was—he is dead set. You know we're going to talk unfiltered, no sugar added. Talk radio ain't no sugar in my tank. I can promise you that. Not a lick of sugar in my tank. I did eat a little brown sugar on top of a sweet potato yesterday, but surely I have passed that through by now. Ain't no sugar in this tank. Ain't no sugar on this mic. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live in the Mack Hike of Flowood, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram Studios here at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza out here in Florida, Mississippi. This segment is going to be brought to you by Guns and Gear. Man, look, if you are shopping or if you are in the need for guns, ammo, gunsmithing, Cerakoting, uh, supplies, any of that stuff, get out there. Is see Hunter and the team at Guns and Gear, right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. You can't miss it. It's right there at Yandell Road in Gluckstadt on 51. It's Guns and Gear. Man, they got all your guns. Man, I'm tell you what. I'm, I talk about this all the time. You know, I'm a fan of social media marketing. I I love when a company does it right because I like stealing their ideas. Guns and Gear does it right. First off, it's 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 really hard to juggle Facebook's algorithm and they're not being able to post anything about guns. They do a special of the day or a re- well, it's got a special of the day, but sometimes they call it a recipe of a day. So you have a picture of a gun with a recipe for some kind of casserole or something or a dessert and they sneak it by very, very entertaining. I recommend getting by following them on social media. Cause you're going to see that deal of the day one day and you're like, dang, I need that. Cause I see every deal of the day, every deal of the day. And I'm like, dang, I need that. And, uh, Get out there and see them. Home of No Limit Ammo. That's Guns and Gear. Shop them online 24-7, 365 at GunsAndGearMS.com. All right, man. Welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course, Clay Edwards. It's a newly expanded version of the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be here for three hours today. Alice and Noe will be joining me in hour number three from 9 to 10 for the whole story health hour. Uh, Really looking forward to that. So stay tuned for that. Uh, All natural health type stuff. You know, so you can circumvent going to your doctor, stuff of that nature, just better ways to easily take care of yourself. Common sense stuff. We're going to, we're really going to enjoy that. We're going to do that every Monday. All right. So we started the first hour talking about trans activists are now saying Aretha Franklin's you make me feel like a natural woman is anti-trans. Okay. So uh, we mocked and meaned and ridiculed that. So let's start hour number two off with a little bit more of that. Mocking, memeing, and ridiculing the left side of the political aisle. Have y'all been, I I admittedly, I do not watch the NHL. The, the only hockey game I've ever watched in my life was the Jackson Bandits. And so I don't watch the NHL. It just ain't my thing. It, you know, whatever. But I do have a new favorite NHL player. Ivan Provolov is my new favorite NHL player. And I'm probably getting his last name wrong. But uh, first off, he, um, his jersey is the number one seller at NHL.com. You may be asking, Clay, why are you talking about an NHL player's jersey being the number one seller? I thought this wasn't a sports show. And if it was, why are you talking about hockey? Well, he plays for the Philadelphia Flyers, and they had Pride Night or LGBTQ Night or something like that. And they were wearing rainbow flag uh, hockey jerseys for the game. He refused to wear the jersey on religious on religious beliefs. He's a Russian Catholic or something like that. And uh, so, of course, the left are coming out and they're saying, "You must, you must wear the rainbow flag. You must kneel to the rainbow, taste the rainbow." And he refused to. And his jersey is now the number one seller in the NHL because he refused to take the knee. To the Alphabet Mafia. So, salute to him. And you know, man, I mean, they—the liberals have got to be so mad. First off, he refused to to take the knee to them. Secondly, his name sounds very Russian. They hate Russians right now. You can't be an Ivan or a Provolov, and you danger sure can't do it based on your religion, which also starts with Russian—Russian Russian Catholic or something like that. So like I wrote down Russian Catholic, but I don't think that's 100% right. It's Russian something. Anyway, <laughs> so he he's obviously straight. I mean, he's checking off a lot of boxes for them to hate. I mean, they're probably calling him a Nazi white supremacist right about now. But, you know, to the point of that, though, I'm old enough to remember just a few short years back when Colin Kaepernick made a similar stand in the NFL that went towards, that lean more towards what they believe, hating America. When Colin Kaepernick refused to stand for the national anthem. Now, I was told that he shouldn't have to do that if it's against his beliefs. So what's different about this? What is different about this? Why should Ivan have to wear the rainbow flag jersey if it's against his beliefs. I mean, I'm just saying, man, just make it make sense. Make it make sense. If you don't want to, I mean, I'm just going by the rules y'all set in place. Y'all are the, that the outrage, the outrage rules. You're telling me that Colin Kaepernick doesn't have to stand for the anthem if it's, if it's he's a, if he's standing up for some social justice or whatever calls but Ivan should have to wear the rainbow flag jersey. I'm just saying man. Which one is it? It can't be both. You can't be you can't be able to selectively stand or not stand based on your beliefs but then be forced to wear the rainbow flag jersey if it's against your Christian beliefs. I would love to hear y'all's comments on this. 601-879-0002 is the phone line. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. And he's a Russian Orthodox. Thank you, Hardy Case. Russian Orthodox. Uh, so <clears throat> good stuff there. Yeah, I, you know, I was thinking it was Russian Orthodox, but that, for, whatever, for whatever reason, it just wasn't rolling off the tongue right. So, all right. So uh, th- th- I, that's just something I had that written down as my, my top notes to talk about this morning. But so much other stuff has happened. I wanted to get into the Antifa Atlanta stuff. But let's hit some Jackson stuff. I said we were going to hit some local stuff. Let's do that real quick. <clears throat> tell you what, before we hit the Jackson local stuff, let's take a call real quick. Hey, Callie, you're on there. Good morning, Clay. Hey, Welcome Sylvia. to your
4: three-hour show today. <laughs> hey,
0: thank you, thank you, thank you. How you doing?
4: I'm doing well, thank you. And yourself?
0: I'm too blessed to be stressed.
4: This is a true statement. I wanted to say that I admire the Russian hockey player, and I'm glad that his jersey is the number one jersey. And I stopped watching NFL football because of Colin. I can't pronounce his last name. I don't really care how it's pronounced, to be honest. And I wrote the commissioner, and I told him, until you make those men stand for the national anthem, I will not be watching NFL football. Now, there are two teams that the owners have told their people, you either stand or goodbye. And that's the Dallas Cowboys and the Kansas City Chiefs. That's why I was hoping Dallas would win last night. But anyway, I mean, when they played. But anyway, that's how I feel about it. I I refuse to watch the NFL. And now what they do, they don't even show the beginning of the games anymore, so I don't know if they're standing up or not. So since I don't know, and the commissioner won't write me back, I just won't watch it. And I love football. Really love it.
0: Yeah, I watched the Cowboys. I watched that abomination of a game last night. Oh, that was terrible. Terrible game.
4: I've heard that it was. I was working, so I didn't get to see it. I just, I would have loved to see Dallas Cowboys and Kansas City Chiefs
0: in the Super Bowl together. Both former Dallas teams. I watched
4: it. And I definitely would have watched it, but. That's my stance on it. I'm glad he stood up, and I hope more Christians will come out, our Catholics will come out and support him and say that he did the right thing.
0: Hey, let me and ask I you this you. let me let, let me flip this on its head because i you know I, I like to hit it from both angles and, I, and I'm not trying to get you in a gotcha moment or nothing like that because I'm, I'm doing it to myself too. What? okay, so we both agree that that the other guy should be made to wear the rainbow jerseys. But and we but we both agree that Kaepernick should have to stand for the anthem. do yes. do we feel a bit hypocritical there saying that?
4: No, not at all, not at all, because the LGBT all the alphabet stuff, that's just a a group of people. um We are a nation of folks. People have died for the right for that LGBT whatever all the alphabets are, so they can take their stand and do the what they want and stuff but that they shouldn't force that on me Amen. or any other Christian.
0: I couldn't answer see, it any better than that. You just hit the nail on the head, Sylvia.
4: But I'm serious. Too many men and women die for the right for us to be able to stand, and out of respect you stand just for the fact that these men and women have died. You also stand because this is the number one nation in the world, and I'd like to see females go to Iraq. I'd like to see females go to Yemen. I'd like to see females go anywhere in Saudi Arabia. I'd like to see them go to China. And tell me how you fare there. Let me know how you do. Because the only place I know that allows me to do the things that I do are right here in the United States of America. I'm proud to be an American. Notice I said an American. I'm proud to be one, and I'm thankful for this country, and I'm happy that I served.
0: Amen, Sylvia. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Let's take one more call here, real quick. Hey, caller, you're on there. Hello. Hello. Goodbye. All right. So uh, caller, call back. Real quick, last night in Jackson. Well, hold on. Yeah, we're going to hit it. Last night in Jackson, my, my boys with the Capitol Police were pursuing a bad guy in a stolen car. And got Chalk Wade. I mean, just Chalk Wade right upside the head. Uh, A pothole jumped out in front of them and took out the Capitol City, I mean the Capitol City, the Capitol Police Cruiser. Just took it out. The bad guy got away. You can't make this up, man. Jackson gonna Jackson. Jackson gonna Jackson. All right, man, we've got a special guest here on the line. I can't wait to hear what he has to say about all of this stuff we're talking about this morning, uh, we're going to go over on this segment. We got Thomas. Good morning, Thomas. Look, I'm Yes, sir.
5: Yeah, I w- I just want to call in because I've been seeing it going on for a while.
3: <clears throat>
5: where they are trying to link the LGBTQ struggle with the Black struggle, For rights or civil rights or whatever type of rights.
0: It has been going on a At while, least, and I've been I've questioned yeah, how it's happening.
5: because in the lit. All the rest of the races of America and this world know that black black American men are not all gay. So that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say that black people are gay and black men are gay, black women gay. But that's not the truth. And they, I think you discussed a while back there has been a spike of people being gay in America. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, I, I kind of can hear it going on and say it. And say it that they think that black people are turning gay. So the LGBT community is trying to make it seem like their struggle is a black struggle. No, it's not. It's a different because you choosing a sexual lifestyle that's causing you conflict when the black struggle is about being birthed black and being opposed against because of the, your birth color.
0: You know, I remember back in the '90s, that was a big thing. They always they would they tried doing that in the '90s, and I remember my black friends really standing up and saying exactly what you just said. Said, "No, you you chose to be one way. I didn't choose to be this way. I didn't choose to be discriminated against.
5: Choose to be born black, but I am. And guess what? And I love it. But you 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 making a decision to be gay, and your sexual lifestyle. I don't think you need rights because you. I I, I need rights because I'm not gay." OK, so th- there's two different struggles and people don't need to link those two what? and try to insinuate that black folks gay as hell nowadays. No, we're not.
0: Hey, let me ask you this. You there? Dang it! I wanted to ask him a serious question. Great call from Thomas. Got to call it when it when it happens. Great call from Thomas. Let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edward show. We'll be right back on 103.9 W.Y.A.B. Breaking rules, baby. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live here in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios, home of the three ninety nine car payment, right over there on Lakeland Drive. All right, this segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent. Get out there to Lakeland Glass and Tent for all of your home, car, or business window tinting needs. They got you taken care of. They also do windshields, vehicle wraps, and more. You can check it out online, book your appointment, the whole nine yards at com. I just had my Tahoe done uh, about a week and a half ago. Love it. It's all worked itself out. You can't roll your windows down for a couple days, so avoid them fast food drive throughs which you don't need to be going to anyway. So, uh, go check it out, Lakeland Glass and Tent. Speaking of avoiding fast food, man, uh, shout out to Stonington Farms. I know they were a sponsor on Mike's show. They've been talking about them for a while. I finally got the opportunity to get an order in, meet up with them Friday, got my order. I got some ribeyes, some sirloin, and some ground beef. I cooked a couple of the ribeyes yesterday, 100% grass-fed. Y'all know I like to cook. I used my Jonesy Q rubs. Uh, shout out to Jonesy Q. I used the Love Rub yesterday. I cranked up the pellet smoker, let them smoke for about an hour. At around 120, 130 degrees. To get some cherry wood flavor going to them. I like to do what called call reverse searing. You'll smoke it, get that flavor set in. Then you get a grill, a skillet, whatever hot as you can. And you sear them for a couple minutes to give it that nice finish. I could not get my egg grill to get above 300 degrees yesterday. I got to change charcoals again or something. Lump charcoal ain't working in the egg grill in the Komodo Joe. I got to get something else. But anyways, I used the air fryer. All you're trying to do is just sear it. So I got the air fryer as hot as it would go, seared, seared, served, did a sweet potato and some asparagus with it, bro, (laughs) bro, hands down, one of, if not the best steak I've ever eaten in my life. It was that dang good. Uh, Anyway, it was nice meeting the Steiningtons. I highly recommend them. If you want some good locally sourced, 100% healthy grass fed beef, check them out. They come up to Jackson. Uh, I'm not sure how often they come up here once a week, once every other week, something like that. They met me at the Home Depot in Brandon. I think they come out to Madison, too. Got my stuff. Got to meet seven or eight folks that were sitting there in line, too, to buy theirs. Every single one of them. This is not an exaggeration. Every single person standing in that line recognized me and said they listened to the show. And they listened to WYB. So that was really cool. Shout out to all of y'all. Uh, one fella. I believe his name was George, older fellow. George, good morning. hope you're listening. Saw me. I was I was wearing my Ellis Autoplex shirt, and George said, you you got to be Clay. I recognize the Ellis Autoplex. I love that. It let me know that you're listening to me when I talk, and I'm over there at Ellis Autoplex. So that was really cool. It was a pleasure to meet everybody. And uh, if you need some good grass-fed beef, man, check them out. Stuntington Farms. Just Google it. Uh, I'll get the web address and the Facebook page and all that stuff. Uh, you'll give them your order, and they'll bring it up here to you. You can't beat that. And it it really is that good. I can't wait to try some of the ground the ground beef. All right, Roger text in on the Guns In Your Text line. says, B&B briquettes. We got it at the butcher shop. Cool. I'm going to swing by and get some of those in. Good stuff there. All right. I, I, I want to reset Thomas's phone call. Um, he was talking about the LGBTQ movement kind of hijacking the black life, well, basically, kind of hijacking the black struggle, and that's exactly what the whole BLM thing was. It was set up by some Marxist lesbian women to hijack the black struggle. I truly believe that. But you know, growing up in the nineties, I thought America. Now, it's easy for me to say this as a white guy, but I can only talk about my lived experiences. I thought the nineties America was in its absolute best place as far as. Uh, Folks getting along with different races and racial harmony and all that. One of my best friends to this day, uh, Marvell Green, black dude. We don't agree politically, but you know we used to always say, "He's like, man, you know th- these are just two different struggles." I, I and look, y'all listen to the show enough. I'm not against gay folks. I have no problem with gay folks. What you do in your personal life is your own business which, you know, if y'all want to walk down the street and hold your hands, none of that bothers me. Interracial couples don't bother me. Homosexuals don't bother me. None of that bothers me. I am a freedom of choice person. Do as you want. But I shouldn't have to change anything I do or that my children do to accommodate you. That's all we're saying. You know, our tax dollars shouldn't go to organizations to fight your fight. I'm all for you having 100% equal rights. Gay marriage doesn't bother me. I don't care. I just don't care. But uh, That's just my opinion on that. Let's uh, let's take a call here. Hey, caller You're on there. Hey, Thomas. Thomas. Hey, uh, hey, hey, hey. I had, had my lines crossed there. Start over. You there? Hey, hey, I'm here. My, the lines were crossed up a little bit there. Start over.
3: Okay. I would just like to know about federal law. Discrimination law, equal opportunity laws, and the bullying law that they just passed. How can these organizations uh, basically push down their values on our throats without somebody legally coming back on?
0: Well, you know, it's the same thing kind of like the hate crime stuff. I mean, so you it's it's worse if you kill somebody because they're gay or black than it is if you just kill somebody i i don't think that should exist either personally yeah you know well so.
3: and then you get on to the HLU who only supports a one-sided victory and that's not their moral standards by what they advertise on what's that the HLU? No, the ACLU.
0: ACLU. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, the ACLU and the Southern Poverty Law Center are just terrorist organizations, anyway. Liberal yeah. terrorist organizations.
3: I'm just kind of curious because it seemed like they pass laws to protect everybody, but it stays one sided.
0: Well, it's it's passing laws for fringe minority groups, and I'm not you know I'm not calling the black struggle a fringe minority group. No, I'm referring to the other stuff. True.
3: But, I mean, it's just not equal representation of the law anywhere around it.
0: No. I mean, I mean, they've had to go back and eat so many of their words about freedom of speech and everybody's rights and this, that, and the other. They still use a joke. It's a liberal terrorist propaganda organization. That's all it is.
3: Well, that's a kind way to put a four-letter word to it. I bro. know.
0: Yeah. I, I wish I could cuss on the radio sometimes. I really <laughs> do. <laughs>
3: all right, brother. All right, man. I appreciate it.
0: Yep, great call. Thanks. All right, we got Thomas back here on line one. Hey, Thomas, you're on there.
5: Yeah, I'll come to clarify. Like what you, you didn't say it right. What I was saying was, stop making it seem like this picture that all black people are gay. Because that's all you see Getting on the news. Gay black people, gay black men are leading the forefront when they're talking about issues. Like It's like they're listening to the gay black man and not listening to the straight black
0: man. You I, know agree. What I, mean? I agree with you 100%. So they're trying to make
5: it seem like They'll they're, they're help gay black folks out. They ain't helping those straight black people out. And, there. and they're they constantly... Stop, and stop making it sound like that. You hey, know what
0: I mean? Hey, and I, want, I want your opinion on this. Don't hang up. Um, and they're constantly trying to shove black celebrity men in dresses.
5: Right.
0: I mean, do you think it's them trying to demasculate? The,
5: exactly. That's, I'm getting. That's what I'm more harping on, the whole demasculation of the black man. And that's what's going on. You know what I mean? Yep. That's what's going on. They jacking these gay black men, up, and, and they all over the place. Like, example, there's a lot of gay black men over the public school system in Jackson. That don't make no sense. That don't make no sense that, a, that, that the school system is full of gay black men in high places. You got a lot of gay black men. You got big paying jobs. They even doing it in the work, work field putting gay black folks ahead of anybody. They're just getting amenities because they black and gay.
0: Do you think that is a new form of affirmative action, the, the, the sexuality? It, it
5: might be, but I know one thing, they're getting special privilege.
0: because they black
5: and gay. Believe that, that's what's going on. It's like they saying, well, we're not going to help you as a black person if you're gay. Like, look at this girl over there, the girl, what that girl's name in Russia? I'm not sure. Girl, oh, Br- Brittany, Brittany, cut. Brittany, Br- Brittany, Br-
0: Brittany, Brittany, Brittany.
5: Right. don't the reason they did that, because she was gay.
0: Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So that's
5: what I'm saying. Don't try to make it seem like when you see me in the street that I'm gay, I'm not gay. So a lot of people trying to associate is as black, as gay, LGBT, black. No, that's not black people struggle. That's not who we are. We're Christians as well. God-fearing people, so that's against the Lord to be gay. Black folks need to realize that and stop playing.
0: I'm with you, brother. Thomas, great call, man. Thank you, brother. Mark this day down. um, 8.36 a.m., January 23rd, 2023, year of our Lord. Thomas and Clay had back-to-back phone calls that we 100% agreed with one another. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. End times are near, my friends. End times are near. All right, man, when we come back, I got a bunch more stuff I want to talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about karma. Man, when karma just reaches out and smacks somebody right in the face. It's a beautiful thing. And um, uh, Clinton, the dude in Clinton. Well, I tell you what, we got the dude in Clinton that, that effed around and found out yesterday. And then there was another mass shooting in America, another mass shooting in America. So on the East Coast in Atlanta, you had a white terrorist organization burning down a black city, crickets from the media, crickets from the media. On the left coast, you had a mass shooting, but it wasn't by a white nationalist that they tell you all white, all mass shootings are by. We're going to talk about that. We're going to tell you who did it and who were the victims on the other side of this break. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules, man. I think we're breaking some rules this morning, aren't we? You know, sometimes you got to have these tough conversations. The, the further back you peel that onion, the more things folks have in common. Real men, real women, natural women and real men, the more things we have in common. Me and Thomas don't agree on a lot, but there are some core, core things we do agree on. But my if I could talk to Thomas as a human being and not just a radio host, sit down with him. I would say, well, Thomas, you really you, you agree on all this. You agree that there is a evil spirit being cast over our country by this by this alphabet mafia trying to demasculate men. You know, but who is doing that? Who is in control of that? Democrats, white liberals, Joe Biden—they're the ones that you're voting for. That are doing that. Come on over. I ain't saying my side's perfect. There's a lot of clowns over here. I don't like a lot of a lot of actors, a lot of people cosplaying. Conservative, a little conservative cosplay. But more times than right, we're going to be on the right side. Come on over. It's nice and warm over here, like a warm blanket on a cold day. Come on over. <laughs> All right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios underneath a nice warm blanket this morning. So in Clinton yesterday morning, I'm laying in bed. I get a notification on my phone. Ping, ping, or whatever noise it makes. Actually, it's on silent, so it don't make any noise. But for the second conversation, it went ping, ping, ding, ding. And it uh, said, man killed by Clinton police during standoff yesterday. So I was like, man, what could have happened in Clinton yesterday? What could have happened in Clinton yesterday? So let's go to darkcoursepressnow.com. And read this story. It says, MBI investigating fatal line of duty shooting in Clinton. The Mississippi Bureau of Investigations is investigating an officer involved shooting that occurred Sunday between 8 30 and 9 a.m. at the Pine Trail Townhouse Complex on Spring Ridge Road in Clinton. Now, this is where it gets really stupid here. It says, uh, according to Captain Josh Frazier, police got a call about a suspicious person sitting in a car, wait for it, wearing a ski mask. An officer responded and approached the man who fled on foot. And if you thought that's where the stupidity stopped, my friends, you would be wrong. Uh, The officer initiated a foot chase and at one point used a taser on the suspect. The suspect's jacket caused the taser to be ineffective in subduing the suspect. I'm going to need to find out what jacket that is. We're going to have to ban those. The suspect pulled a gun on the officer, who then fired shots, fatally wounding the suspect. The officer was not injured. And that, my friends is the moment he, you guessed it, effed around and found out. Come on. I mean, we could just run through a litany of things that led to this fool getting shot. Sitting in a car, in a ski mask. See, I told you wearing them face masks was going to get somebody killed one day. Running from the popo. You know, what he should have did, because you know at that point, the jig is up. What he should have did was when the when he got hit with that taser and the jacket was blocking it, he should have pretended that it wasn't blocking it and knocked on down, and, and just gone on to jail and got it over with. But now, family gonna have to be they're gonna be releasing birds and starting GoFundMes and wearing T-shirts with his face on it because he decided to pull a gun out. Of like of all the different ways that that could have ended, he picked the absolute worst possible scenario worst possible scenario or worst possible options should i say but uh another one gone in clinton you know prayers to the family of the officer and to the officer no officer should ever have to be put in that situation where he has to choose his life or yours because you made a bad decision let's take a call here on the Claydon show hotline hey you're on there
6: hey clay yeah i just want to touch on the hockey player Just a second. Yeah. You know the old quote they say is, you know, you can't legislate morality? Love it. I don't think that's true. Um, All forms of legislation are are legislating some form of morality. You have to decide whose or which it is. And this whole new woke culture, the whole new woke, um, which isn't woke at all, it's they're trying to transpose a... New culture, a new morality on society. And it's not a grassroots thing. It's, it's a superimposed morality. And, uh, so those that embrace it, the new woke or the new morality, the new leftist ideology, they're celebrated. But those who say, no, I do not agree with this. They're, they're scolded. They're reprimanded. They're, they're kicked to the side but the fact that his jersey has become a number one seller shows that um society and by and large at this point has not gone along with it but though you do have the corporations and the you you new young people coming out of college they're buying all into it because you know they have bought into it and um you know, this kind of shows we have a clash of culture, similar to the one that maybe happened in the nineteen sixties between the the World War Two generation and the new the hippie generation that kind of came out. Yeah, it, it, a it, that's a great comparison, though.
0: It, it is, and it's 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 a way of them to implement a social credit score of sorts, even if it's not a true number like your FICO. It is a way for them to to publicly in the town square judge folks and decide who's worthy and who's not, in my opinion.
6: Exactly. And this new culture is, of course, going to celebrate communism, leftism, uh, which is meant to separate, divide, you know, to wash away culture, you know, watch away standards, you know, to get us away from a Judeo-Christian background and accept this new leftist ideology where everything goes, kind of you know, the, the motto of the Satanist church no. is do what thou wilt. In other words, if it feels good, do it. Do what you want to do and don't let nothing hold you back, especially, you know, morality or or uh, any type of a, of a Christian moral standard.
0: You know, I was explaining to a friend of mine yesterday. <clears throat> uh, we were talking about COVID and the vaccines and uh, leftist and people just being scared to death of dying. And I said, you know, we talked about this on the show at nauseum a bit, but I said, I said, you know, I think why Christians and people who have faith don't care or aren't scared or whatever is because we believe we're going to a better place. So we know we have to, there's certain things, you know, we act right morally, we do certain things. And the left, and to your point about do, do as I will, is they don't. And they're they're scared to death that this is it, that this is, it all ends here. There is no afterlife or if there is, they're going to hell. So and that's I think that's why they freak out so much about masks and about everything else and yada yada yada. Sorry, I know it's a little off topic there, but the, the "do it thou will" comment really struck a nerve with me because I think it hits right on with why we try to morally have a moral compass and and they don't.
6: We believe that there's going to be an accountability that that after we live our lives, we're gonna we're gonna face. A God who will judge our actions and we, we want to do the best we can for society and, and, you know, make a difference in the world that we live in. For someone who doesn't believe that there's an afterlife, you know, you know, it's all here, you know, do what thou wilt. I want to just eat, drink and be merry, have a great time and a good life is measured by how much fun I can have. You know, well, that's all great if you're the one having the fun at someone else's expense. But, but you know, what if you're the uh, the husband who wife has Alzheimer's and you have to spend your latter years, you know, taking care of your spouse who's in, in, in physical decline? Where's the good time there? That's where, you know, your morality kicks in and say, no matter how bad this is, I'm sticking with my spouse.
0: Yep. That's good stuff there, brother. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 spouse thing is uh, is strong there. Let's take another call. Hey, caller, you got about a minute?
4: I'll talk quick. I ju- I just wanted to say I do think we need to be praying for that officer, and I'm also glad that my tax dollars are not taking care of that individual who ran away from the police. And that's all I wanted to say. Bye. Hey,
2: hey man.
0: Bye, Sylvia. Good stuff there. Um, yeah, look, I, I was being sarcastic about banning that jacket too. I actually do want to get one just in case I end up on the wrong side. Of the law, I end up uh, in a Democrat-led police district. I want to make sure that I am uh, protected. Let's take one more call before we take our last break. Hey, caller, you got about a minute? Hey, you're on there. You got about a minute? I hate that man. I really wanted to get that call. Let's take a break real quick. We'll come back, land the plane for the second hour. Then we got a whole another hour to go this morning from nine to ten. We're going to be live here in the studio with Allison Noe for the whole story. Health Hour should be a good time. We'll be right back. This is The Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYEB. To The Clay Edwards Show. It's our last segment of the first hour coming up in the, I mean, the second hour. Coming up in the next hour, I've got Allison Owe here in the studio with me. We're going to be doing her whole story Health Hour. That's going to be every Monday from 9 to 10. It's going to be Allison and I chopping it up about health-related stuff. And uh, I find it very entertaining and interesting, and I hope you do too. I'm live here in the Mac Hike of... Flowood Studios. Hey, look, man, this last segment here brought to you by Ellis Autoplex. Y'all get out there and see me. Located right there on Highway 471 in Brandon. You can shop us online, ellisautoplex.com. We buy your vehicle straight from you off the streets, and, of course, we sell you them, too. We help you get the best deal possible through local banks and credit unions. We don't make any money on the back end. Uh, so it helps us get you the best deal we can on your interest and your financing and all that stuff. So uh, give us a shot if you're looking for a... Uh, Pre-owned truck—that's really what we specialize in. That's what butters our bread. We got a bunch of F-150s out there. (laughs) If you like Fords, we are the used Ford truck capital of Rankin County. So that's Ellis Autoplex, located right there on Highway 471, in Brandon. All right, we got about a minute left here before we wind this down. I want to thank everybody uh, for calling in this morning. Uh, Thomas is beginning to see the light, and uh, like I said, man. Oh, well, I, I was going to say one thing. Here's what I got. Mass shooting in, in California. Um, there's been this whole stop Asian hate movement. And the second that the, they found the, the guy killed 10 Asians, hurt another, wounded another 10, all the pundits ran straight to the media. Oh, it's white supremacy, white supremacy, guns, guns, guns. The second they found out it was an Asian that committed this crime, again, crickets. Why does it only matter when it, when it has to fit a political agenda? And that, that's why we get on the here and raise hell like we do. Uh, I want equal outrage across the board for everything. I want everybody held accountable when they do dumb stuff, not just when it fits a political narrative. So uh, prayers to all the family uh, that lost a family member there in that mass shooting. This is the Clay Show. We'll be right back with Allison Noby.